the Light Your Heart with Hope podcast. I'm Erin here with my mom, Jill, and today we are talking about the third truth to anchor you in healing. So far, we've already covered speaking the truth out loud and choosing your hard. And next week, we're going to be talking about how we don't heal in isolation. And then going forward in this season, we're talking about letting others be your vision until yours comes back into focus. We cannot selectively numb. Feelings aren't facts. You can't heal in hiding. God loves you and he won't change his mind. And number 10, you're worth it. Amen. I am looking forward to all of these episodes, but this one in particular struck a chord with me. And so I've been looking forward to this one. And I want to say again, that labels do not define you. And I would be the first to admit in this conversation that I have carried many labels throughout my life. Some I have let go of, some I probably still carry to some degree. And interestingly enough, some labels that we carry you know, are actually good labels. They're, it's not that they're negative, but the majority of the labels that we've taken on throughout our lives are negative and they need to be understood in light of the truth. I also think that labels, another name for a label is your identity. Yeah. I think that the labels that we take on become who we think we are and they right. become the source of our identity. And that's not true. Right depending on the label, of course. So I think this is a very good topic. And I just want to jump right in with something that happened, something that was said to us at our recent speaking engagement. Aaron and I got to share again. (laughs) I'm so excited. We had such an amazing opportunity to share our testimonies and then really kind of do an open podcast is what it was. And the event was called Immeasurably More and there's more coming down the road with that. But something that a woman said to me while we were there, we get an opportunity to talk to women after the event. So it's always exciting exciting to hear what people have to say and to just hear other people's stories. And this woman said to me, she said, who said that? And she Mm -hmm. was referring to what people speak into our lives and to always ask yourself, who said that? And so I want to start off this episode talking about labels, that any label that we have taken upon ourselves, that we ask the question, who said that? Because The only person that can speak an identity over us or a label is God himself. And we'll get into that as well. But, you know, to remind yourself in any situation that you're in or anytime you are speaking some sort of label over yourself or receiving a label from someone else, who said that? And I think that there's many people and circumstances even that speak labels over us. I believe we should always consider the source. Where are the labels coming from? Again, who said that? Who told you that about yourself? Feelings do not define you. Why don't we talk about some of the labels that we have carried throughout our lives? Absolutely. I know that one of the labels that I have carried the majority of my life has been the label of Jim Kelly's daughter. I mean, I have heard that for my entire life. I was born into this world of Jim Kelly, the football player. And although being Jim Kelly's daughter does come with a lot of blessings, and I'm thankful for the platform that our family has been given, being Jim Kelly's daughter has been something that I really have carried. And it comes with a lot of weight in the public eye. and Expectations. Oh, a lot of expectations, especially 
from the public and people who don't know me, people who don't really know our family. And with social media, especially, it's very easy for someone to say, oh, well, you get this because you're his daughter or you have this opportunity because of that. But people don't know. Well, like when you went to law school, that just popped in my mind when you said that, like people thought that, well, you know, you're going to do good in law school because you're Jim Kelly's daughter, as if you didn't have the talent. Right. And the ability to do it yourself. Right. And that can become very defeating. And I know because I took on that label at such a young age that it really impacted how I lived my life in certain circumstances. And there were moments where it was really hard. And I wanted people to see me as just being Aaron, just right. being who I am, not Aaron Kelly not even Aaron Kelly Bean once I got married. It's right. just, I want people to know me for me. And who God created you to right. be. And if people know the real Aaron, then they'll be able to see who God created me to be and not who I am based on who the world says that I am. That's very interesting because you know here is my list of some of the labels that I have carried. And the very first one is your Jim Kelly's wife. Mm. So I have also lived with that label since my early twenties. And, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful and very proud to be your dad's wife. I'm very proud to be Jim Kelly's wife. And yet that has also come with a lot of weight, like you said. And in addition to that, the Kelly tough label that we've carried since your dad walked through cancer and really when Hunter was alive as well. So that toughness and that strength and that you're going to get through this. And, and, and those are very good things. See, the thing is none of these labels that we're talking about so far are negative, Right, right? They're blessings and they're good, but yet at the same time, they carry a weight that we should not carry. at all. And even like I said, the Kelly tough one, you know, that would, you know, cause us to maybe think, well, I can't be weak or I can't be vulnerable or I can't be frail because I have to be Kelly tough and I have to get through this. And at the same time, you know, we're human and we do struggle and we are weak and we are frail. And, you know, we have to remind ourselves that just because we carry this Kelly tough label does not mean that we're always going to be tough in every circumstance. Right. And the truth is that I will always be Jim Kelly's daughter. I will always be Jill Kelly's daughter. I will always be Hunter's sister. I will always be Cam's sister. And although those things, they carry such a blessing to me. I I take pride in that. I'm proud to be your daughter. I think that where it gets tough is when I take that label and allow it to become my identity. Right. Because if I place my identity in being, quote unquote, Jim Kelly's daughter, then that changes how I live my life. Right. And it can it can be a positive, but it can also be a negative because when you place your identity in really who someone else is, right. then you start to change who you are. That's right. And I just want to, because you just shared that, this reminds me of this quote that I wrote down for this episode, and it's in the book titled Defined by Stephen and Alex Kendrick. And they say, beneath your daily words and ambitions, behind your regular thoughts and emotions is a pool of hidden beliefs about your own identity and worth that either clarifies or confuses the choices you make in life. It affects almost every area, including how you feel and think at any given time, the way you approach daily opportunities and react to problems, and how you tend to view God and your present circumstances. Mm. Wow, that is such... So you saying that really those I those 
forms of identity that are called labels. In this episode, we're calling them labels, but really it's the our, our identity that we walk in every day. It does impact how we make decisions right. on a daily basis. And it can either, our identity can either confuse us or clarify the choices we make. That is so powerful. Because when we know who we are, and the only person that can define who we are is God, and we will get to sharing about that. But when we know who we are, because we know who he is, it clarifies the choices we make in life. That's so powerful. Why don't you share some of the other labels that you have taken on as your identity? What's interesting is that the first two labels that I listed are similar to the two things that you already shared. You're Jim Kelly's wife, you're Hunter's mom. Hmm. Which both of those mean so much to me. Like I said in the beginning, labels are not always a negative thing, but when they become the very thing that you live by, that's where the problem is. Right. You lost a child. You're a mom of a handicapped child. You're overweight. Okay, now we're getting into some ugly Mm -hmm. ones. You're not pretty enough. You don't do enough. You're not talented. People only care about you because you're Jim's wife. And the weight of the identity and the label of shame because I was pregnant before I got married. I mean, I've carried numerous labels throughout my life. And I think it's been my circumstances that have, and what people have said that have caused those labels to rest on me. And yet, you know, many of them have been shed since I've come to understand who God is and who I am in Christ. But these are just some of the labels that I've carried through the years. Well, and I think that when you take on one label, it can lead to another label that can lead to another one. And then they just keep piling up and piling up. Like you said, some of the labels that you mentioned, they lead to the label of shame. Right. And I think that that goes for a lot of the labels that we have put on ourselves or that other people have put on us is that once those labels become our identity, they can lead us to add the label of shame right, on top right. of it. That's so and true. then that just spirals us into really altering who we are to avoid shame. Right. We try to you know, get past that label of what we have put on ourselves or other people have put on to us. And when we try to change who we are to kind of conform to what people want from us or what we think we should be, it hurts us right. and it causes more shame and more guilt. And then we move further and further away from who we actually are. Right. Exactly. And that impacts our choices right? because we make right. choices without understanding exactly who we are. And so we make choices based on who we think we should be based on what someone said to us. Again, back to what I said in the beginning, who said that? Right. Every time we start to carry on some sort of a label, we need to say to ourselves, who said that? Because if God didn't say that to me, that is not who I am. Well, and in the world we live in today, we are thrown so many labels of what we should be, what the world says that we should be. If what the world is saying does not align with what the word says, amen. then it's not who we are. And that's really ultimately what it is. It's the wor- what the world says versus what the word says. Right. And when we say the world, we mean the people in our lives that love us. Yeah. You know, we've both gone through life where people that love us have said things to us, not meaning to hurt us in any way, but we might, it could have gotten twisted. And then we took it on as a label and we started to live under that label and it caused so much trouble and so much trial in our life. Ultimately, God is the source of your identity, whether you know it or not, understand it, or even want to accept it. 
I mean, that's, that's a whole nother discussion, right? Right. You already have a specific God given identity and your identity is the real truth about the real you. Your identity is the core foundational issue that greatly impacts almost every aspect of your life. So should we be talking about this? A hundred percent. Yes. Should we be honest and vulnerable about those labels and the identity that we're walking in right now so that we can get rid of that identity and replace it with what is true? Absolutely. Yes. There's power in talking about these labels so that we can bring them into the light. And I just want to talk to the person who maybe their label is actually a diagnosis that they've been given by a doctor. I know for me, I was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, an eating disorder, Lyme disease. And although those things are very real, along the way, I allowed them to become who I was. I started defining myself based on my sickness, based on what I saw as wrong with me or what I saw or the pain in my life. I started making my pain the person that I really was when that was so not true. And through counseling, really, I, my counselor is absolutely amazing. And she helped me to see that those things are not who I am. I struggle with depression, but I am not depression. I struggle with anxiety, but I am not my anxiety. And there is such a huge difference because when we separate ourselves from that label, we're able to overcome it. Amen. We're able to heal from it. And I don't believe that we can heal from these destructive labels until we address them and until we separate ourselves from them and say, this is not who I am. Although I struggle with this, although this has happened to me, although I've been through this, all of those things may be true, but the greater truth is who God says that you are. Right. And we only know that. We can only know that. Through knowing him. Right. And what you just shared as you were talking about it reminded me of when your brother was diagnosed with Crabbe leukodystrophy. And one of my friends came along and said, you know, that's what the doctor said Hunter has. Mm. But God said. Right. And, you know, she started labeling off all these things. He's loved. He's blessed. He's chosen. He's set apart. And all of those things are true. And if we allowed that disease to define Hunter's life, I don't believe that he would have lived with such joy in our household. Mm, would be had, yeah. would have been filled with so much life instead of death. Because before God intervened, we were treating Hunter like he was dying because that's all that we knew. And that's what we thought because that's what we were told. Again, back to who said that? Right. Well, a doctor said that and it doesn't mean that it's not true. It, it was true and it is true. And all the things that you just said, you know, those diagnoses doesn't mean that those aren't true, but that you don't have to define yourself, identify yourself as those things. And we didn't do that with Hunter either. We did not identify Hunter as, oh, he has crybaby disease. Oh, he is handicapped. Oh, he has a fatal genetic disorder. No, we didn't define him by those things. Yes, those were true. And we had to address those, but he was so much more than that. He was created by God. He was beloved. He was chosen. So when we started to treat Hunter and the identity that he has in God alone, then everything changed. And we lived with so much abundant joy in life because of it. Well, and when we take on the identity of who Christ says that we are, we live too. We come alive in who we are in him. And I love the fact that 
God gives us everything that we need to know about who we are in his word. Yes, he does. We have a guide to see this is who I am. This is who God says that I am. He created me. So he is the only one that can say who I am. Amen. He literally made me. Right. And so I can trust that if the creator of the universe also created me, then he knows who I am and he shares who we are in his word. And I believe that it is a powerful, powerful thing to go to his word, to know that who we are, because then we can combat all of the lies that these labels have placed on us. And you mentioned God's word and I want to go to God's word because I want to share the first, first of all, I told Aaron before we started this episode that this needs to be a whole season. Finding your true identity can be a whole entire season. And I think we need to take the time to do that after we are finished with this season, maybe, but we have other things planned. (laughs) But still, I think that we need to do a whole season on understanding your identity and who you are because of who God created you to be. But that, what you said, leads me to the first identity that we have in Christ because of who God created us to be. And that is, you are created by God on purpose for a purpose. And I want to read in Psalm 139, verse 13 through 18 in the New Living Translation. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. Love this verse. Love Psalm 139. You are not a mistake. God made you and has a plan for you. And I believe that all of the other parts of your identity hinge on who you believe created you and what you believe about God. And I don't know who said it, but what you believe about God is the most important thing about you. Mm, I love that. And that's why it is vital to know God so that you can know the absolute truth about your identity. Ultimately, your identity becomes more clear and aligned with reality as you grow in your understanding of who God is and who he created you to be. Like this isn't a one-time thing. This is a growing in your relationship with God thing that we're talking about here. The more I grow in my relationship with God, the more I know him, the more I love him, the more I trust him, the more I understand and believe what he has called me to be. Honestly, oftentimes the greatest test of our identity comes when a major storm hits our lives, when we are faced with really questioning who God is and questioning who we are. Because when we start to question who God is, we automatically question who we are because he's our creator. Right. And ultimately that's true, even if someone who doesn't know God, because if someone's going through a crisis, a heartbreak, a tragedy, you know, and God isn't even on their radar screen. Well, where are they going? Where are they going to find help and hope and encouragement and, and, and all the things that you need when you go through a circumstance like that? Well, they're going to the world. And we've already said, you cannot define who you are through the world and what the world says about you. You have to go to God's word. So the only place we can find our true identity and the labels, so to speak, that God has placed upon us, the blessings that God has placed upon us through our identity in him is to his word, to him. So if we are grounded in a relationship with Christ, no matter what circumstance we're facing, 
We can know who we are and then respond to our circumstances based on who God says that we are. Yes. Amen. Wow. And I can think of so many verses. I mean, one of my favorites, Deuteronomy 31, 8, the Lord himself goes before you and is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. I know that's not specific to like any sort of label, so to speak, but in a circumstance where you're going through a tragedy or a trial, you feel alone, but that's not true. The truth is, is that God is with you. You are never alone. So the labor of feeling loneliness or alone, that's, that's not true. Right. So not to walk in that, know that, no, I am, you know, I am a child of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. God is with me. He goes before me and he will never leave me in the midst of what I'm going through. And he's always going to be there. And so I think that what that, what you just said is so powerful and so true, but it all goes back to what we've been saying from the beginning. Who said that? If God said it, it's true. And let's go back and repeat the few things that we did say already in the, from the very beginning. Who said that? Did God say that or did the world say that? Did God's word say that or did someone else define you with that? And, and I think we're always aware of that. And that's kind of like a an everyday kind of thing because we're inundated through social media with so much. I mean, we we can look at someone's social media posts and see all that they have, of course, because since everyone only posts their best life, right? And we can start to label ourselves, well, I'm not enough. And because I, I don't have that, I'm this. Or, you know, all the things that our mind goes through. And that just goes back to renewing our mind with what is true. And the only way to renew your mind with what is true is to go to God's word. I just want to share some of the other labels of who God says that we are. And you mentioned some of them, but God says that we are loved, we're redeemed, we're forgiven, we're free, we are chosen, we're set apart. And I think that if we start to speak these truths out loud, if you haven't, yeah, listened, to the first, yes, if you haven't listened to the first truth in this season, it's speaking the truth out loud. And I encourage you to go back and listen. But when we speak the truth out loud of who we are in Christ, it changes everything. And I just want to share personally why this specific truth is something that has helped anchor me in healing. And it's because I have decided not to let the world determine who I am, but to trust in who God says that I am. And when we trust in who He says that we are, it changes everything and it has the power to anchor us in Christ. Again, anchoring ourselves in who God says we are changes everything. There is so much that we can share about our identity in Christ. You know, we shared a few things that we are loved, that we are blessed, that we are chosen, that we are set apart, that we are forgiven, that we are free. Free, that one alone is just like mind-blowing, I think. And that we are created by God on purpose for a purpose, that we are victorious, that we are more than conquerors through Christ. So there is just so much that we truly are because God created us. And I think that we need to do a season on that. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to making an entire season about our identity in Christ. So before we end in prayer, I just want to do a quick summary of the main points of what we've shared through this episode. And the first one is consider the source. Where are your labels coming from? Who said that to you? Who told you that about yourself? God is the source of your identity, whether you know it or not, understand it, or even want to accept it. You already have a specific God given identity. And your identity in him is the real true you. Amen. Will you pray for us, mom? Heavenly father, 
Please open our hearts and minds to discover and know the truth about who you are first and foremost, and about who we truly are and who you created us to be. Help us to know your love and fulfill your greater purpose for our lives. Please give us wisdom to filter all the messages and labels that are coming at us on a daily basis. Help us to build our lives on what is true and what you have said about who we are. Help us to know the truth and to speak the truth and to not be swayed by our feelings or desires or by what other people say about us. Lord, please help us to know and love you more and to live our lives based upon the identity that you have given us and remind us that our identity is immeasurably more than all we can ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, 